on. The humidifier is off because of sound restraints, restrictions. Yes, we cannot hear it. We cannot hear it. We mustn't. Shall we just... Shall we go for it? Shall we go for it? Um, I'm just going to make sure we have our timer so we know when to stop talking. Oh, yeah. Time. Ooh. You all right? Feeling okay. okay? Everybody in my life is sick right now. I'm desperately trying to not. Tis the season. Everybody stay away from me. I was pretty sick, sick this last last weekend for like 48 hours. It was really, really not cute. Only 48 hours. When I, I get know. sick, it lasts for like a week and it's so annoying. Oof. I no. Know. Yeah, I went to CityMD. He gave me a nasal spray. Hmm. He did an influenza test. Mm. He did a strep test. Mm. Negative, negative. I, that was the first time I was like crossing my fingers. I was like, please be f- influenza. I just wanted to know what it was. And for it not to be the strep. That would have been worse than the flu. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, well, it's neither, so it's probably a virus. You just got to tough it out. Go drink some juice. And I was like... Doctors <sighs> don't know what they're talking about. The body, the human body is an enigma wrapped in a wrapped in a riddle of deep fried. But we're not here to talk about doctors today. Um, no, we're not. I don't know. I don't know anything about doctors. Me either. Um, or doctoring. Other than, mm. other than that. The what? Other than that, I drink a lot of water and I, uh. Try to eat good. I try to eat good. That's well, my doctoring. Yeah, an apple a day. Yeah, but thank God we live in a time period when, like, we know a little something more about some things. Yeah, but also, people are misdiagnosed all the time. This is true. This is true. Because I think that we're literal <laughs> about things nowadays, so we're, we like to just, like, slap a name on it and say that we understand it. But it's like, mm. you know mind body spirit kind of thing so like if you're sick we're like we, we go to the doctor and we they go through a catalog of like ailments and a catalog of drugs that, that they your can stomach or my stomach dr- i think it's probably my stomach <laughs> a catalog of like drugs that they can prescribe to you that they get paid to prescribe to you yeah it's all a racket it's, it's all, all it's all a total racket except some of the things they've discovered do actually cure your symptoms, and that's kind of fun. Like, we're not cure... dying of polio anymore. That's fun. You're peeking a little. They're, <laughs> they're curing... I hate when you say that to me. I'm sorry. That's one of my pet peeves. What? We're doing we're doing Secret Santa work, <laughs> work at the show. At work. And it was like, what's one of your pet peeves? First of all, why is that on my Secret Santa questionnaire? Because mm, people don't want to get you something that would offend you. I don't know, but one of my pet peeves is when you tell me that I'm peeking on the audio well, of the podcast. It makes it harder for me to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's one of my pet peeves when Should you Should we peek? turn it down? Because like I feel like I'm already talking under. Oh, okay. Let's 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 turn it down. Like a this isn't bit. my like this is my normal speaking voice. And that was fine. Also, we like call I call my dad on it all the time. My dad is a yeller. I know, I know. We've talked about it, and I'm sorry. I don't want to give you a complex. So it's triggering. I know, honey. I'm sorry. I'm gonna turn it down. And I have like a nasal upstate New York, like I think, but it translates to a beautiful singing voice. You can project on the stage. Oh, perhaps. I'm like Barbara Streisand. I'm sorry I upset you. She never wanted to get a nose job because she was she thought that it would affect her resonance. Oh, and it's probably true. It probably is true. Jennifer Grey. Career was completely ruined because of her nose job. I, why did she do that? I don't know. Where was her father? It's Joel? not her fault. 
it's What's society's not... fault. Well, okay, yeah. They, we society tell has a little bit. Women that they need to get work done and then we judge them for getting work done. It's, yes. You can't fucking win. You're right. You can't win. And you're like, you're not allowed to look old. And then once you start looking old and trying to look young, people are like, oh. She's been getting some work done. I know that's true, but, but, but the nose, but the nose for that for her specific case, I agree. The nose was so beautiful, and it was like, it was like her trademark. I know. It was like like you don't know your beauty. I agree. Jennifer she was Grey, so much more interesting looking. Yes. All she did was she was on Friends. She played Rachel's friend on Friends. Ugh. Like if Jennifer Grey had gotten okay, like I understand if you get old, your neck starts sagging or something. You want a little mm, nip, a little nip talk, a little tuck, mm-hmm. a little keep it tight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you got some bags under your eyes, you just want to yeah. suck those up. Maybe like fine, okay, whatever. I mean, that's still, it's still pathological. Is that the word? You're still well, like it's you're it's still um. You're 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 um. Being insecure about something that is totally natural. Exactly. And and it's And we're just However, told, the yeah. nose was the not nose, a problem, Jennifer. It wasn't. But maybe she thought she wasn't gonna get as much work because of it. I know. That makes me so sad. And she messed it up. She was so much more interesting. Would you I ever get plastic surgery? Um I don't think I would get plastic surgery, but I do have some friends who are like doing the Botox thing. Already? Is, yes. She's like, it's preventative. How like, old? Like 32. Oh my gosh. Preventative. I've heard people, I've heard of people say that too. I've heard people. I don't want to. People say that. They're like, if you get it now, you'll never right. have to do it when you're an adult. Well, you will. You always have to do it. It and, doesn't like I mean, is that true? It. So if you, so what does it do? It paralyzes your muscles? Yeah. So you can't be as expressive. So I worry about that as an actor. Right. Taking away my expressivity. You get so shiny. Yeah. Although my face know. is so expressive, I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I could use a little bow tie. No, Calm it down. See, that's what I'm like, well, should I? I know, but that's no. how it works. No, no, you don't. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You You're look perfect. like a Linda Evangelista. You're a model. Thank you, you too. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Positive Body Images. But I did ask for Crest White Strips for Christmas. That's like the most mundane thing you could ask for in terms of Changing and, your body. And for my 30th birthday, I asked for a regiment of skin care. Oh, things, honey. Like lotions and I potions could talk and to bombs. you about skin care. <laughs> yeah? You know a thing or two? I got some skin care. I wandered into some place in the West Village and walked out with like $200 in skin care. Because the guy was like, you need this and this. And I was like, okay, what about this? He's like, yeah, I'll get that too. Oh. And now I'm addicted. Jeez. I know. Capitalism, bruh. You need... You basically need, need, you need it. You basically need or you will die. You need like <laughs> a, some sort of a toner situation. You need a serum. Everybody talks about a serum. And you need like an eye something. Okay. Those are the three I think My sister need. got it for me. It's like the best gift I ever received. She got me one of those boxes mm-hmm. that come in the mail and they give you. Oh, those are me, fun. They give you like, yeah. Yeah, those are very So fun. I got like witch hazel. That's a toner, oh, right? I think so. I got like a day moisturizer, a night moisturizer. Yep. yep, you need a day and a night, yep. Um yeah, it's amazing. She got me this little like vibrator thing. <laughs> oh yeah. For my face. Yeah. And it's, it's called a Miz Miz Deer or something. Oh, and like my God. you press it and it's like 
Does it have like little like fingers? It has little like follicles and yeah. phalanges, phalanges on it. And you put it, yeah, you just rub it on your face and it massages out. Do you all use the lotion or like toxins? Is, do you put like soap or something on you it put when the, you use it? You put the cleanser on it. Mm. And then you I love that. And, but really, because of my large nose and my whole family have like sinus issues because mm. we're, we're, we just are very, we have very protuberant. Protuberant nasal. Yeah, nasal passages and noses and stuff. And so, I mean, yeah, it's probably good for your skin, but it felt so good on my sinuses. Oh, yeah. To just (sighs) vibrate out, like, all that stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. You want to do it right now, don't you? When's the last time you did it? Two nights ago. Oh. But I did the moisturizer. All day. How often do you do it? Oh. um, All day. uh, I've done it, like, I got it. My birthday was, like, Two months ago, I've done it like three times. Yeah. Um, I am also addicted when I was to sick, face I used masks. <gasps> she got me some face masks, too. Oh, I love I a face love mask, a face too. Mask. I know, me I love too. a sheet mask. Or just like put it on and you look like a serial killer. <laughs> my sister, or like a clay mask. My sister had one that was... She gets the ones from like China or wherever and in they Asia. Have animals on them? And they have animals on them. And what, the one she had was a dragon. <gasps> and I walked downstairs. So and I was scary. like, ah! It was like the most terrifying... <laughs> And I was like, you're beautiful, Anna. My favorite thing to do is to FaceTime people while I'm wearing this. <laughs> I'm like, hey, just chilling in my house. Like, ah, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> They're so what fun. Do I don't That's know if fine. they actually even do anything. I never, like, feel any better. I feel like they, like, give... I think it's good, like, moisturizing, especially yeah. in the winter. But I also know that you're supposed to have, like, a good, like, layer of... Uh, sort of like a microbiome on your face. The bacteria on your face is helpful. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So, like, in, in, even in preventing acne, like, bacteria on your face... Like, if you overwash? Yeah. You know those things where they show you microscopic images of the stuff that's living on your face? Yeah. And they're like, this thing is, like, living on your face. And we're like, ew, that's disgusting. It's like, no, actually, you are, like, of the you earth. You are bacteria. Yeah, you are bacteria. You are Mother Earth. So... <clears throat> Sometimes I, I don't like to wash my face that much for that reason. Because I'm like, I don't want to kill all I my know. little helpers. I think I overwash, but I'm paranoid, too. Because I've washed all my, all my like, teen teen years through now. Yeah. Day and night. Well, your skin looks beautiful. Thank you. You've got a face for podcasts. Wow. That's so sweet. Um, so, what did we do this week? We, do we want to start to, like, start... Okay, let's start the tease. Let's start the slow tease. We haven't done our... Um, oh, we haven't song. done our opening. Our theme song, yeah. Well, this week we did something... Um, we sort of stepped into another era. We did, say. and so this is um, a reimagined version of our theme song, as as they would have done. Maybe in, in days of yore. Past. Yes. Hmm. Shall we? Yes. You want to start or you want me to start? Why don't you start? What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I haven't the I don't foggiest. know what do you want to do. Oh. Wow. The foggiest. Wow. Wow. Yes. Well, um, this week we, we did an activity. Uh, why are we talking in British accents? I mean, I guess... I tried to do Irish, but then I fucked it up. Oh, how can we do Irish? I don't even know Irish. I'm bad at Irish. I'm to do today. To today, 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 today. They're always after me, lucky charms. That's like, That's pretty good. Pretty good? No. No, that's terrible. No? Oh. 
It's not even saying words. Are you Irish? Do you have any Irish ancestry? I don't. I I'm do. very Jewish. Very Jewish. The Jews aren't Irish. The Irishes are Catholic. Oh, yeah. Does that make the sense? Ir- yes, the Irishes are Catholic. My mom is Irish and also English. Mm. She was raised... Very white. Very white. She was raised, I want to say Baptist. I think she was Baptist when she grew up. I don't know what the difference is. But then raised us Episcopalian, which was... Chiller? Well, yeah, it's like Catholic light. Yeah. It's like, but it's the Church of England. Mm. So it was like when King Henry VIII wanted to get divorced and the Catholic Church was like, no, no. you're not allowed to do that. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm going to create my <gasps> own religion religion and this cut their heads why off. Religion is a bullshit. Yeah, it's just like dudes well, being like, mm, I want this to be the rule. Therefore, God said it. And now you must all do it. Well, yes, it's a total construct. And people who don't understand that, I think, are silly. And therein lies my initial rift with religion. Mm, Yes. I was like, can we all just admit that this is not serious? Mm -mm. I'm like, if we can all admit that, I'm on board. Like, let's let's keep doing this because that's fun. That's Mm. why I got into theater. Because I was like, everybody can admit that, oh, yeah, this is just a game. But, like, it's an important game. Mm. Wow. I did not get into theater, like, because of that. Because I got into theater because I was a child and I was like, I like musicals. Oh, yeah, my vanity. <laughs> my vanity also got me into theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made me for attention and approval, approval. Yeah. and applause. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But also, underlying that, it's like... A deep spiritual longing. Uh, mm-hmm. The God-sized hole in my heart. Exactly. I, I have often said to my parents who would love me to go to Jewish services and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I feel like... When I go to the theater on a Friday night, that's a service to me. Yes. You know, it's like a community. It's that's a, shared a Jewish experience. service, too. Jews in theater. Irish in theater. Wow. I took a class at NYU. Sorry to cut you off. I feel like I cut off your spiritual I story. I didn't really have anything else. Continue. Um, I was just saying that uh, the Jews and the Irish are they instrumental suited? in uh, the creation of the American musical theater. Wow. I, I took a Celtic music course at NYU hmm. taught by Mick Maloney, Professor Mick Maloney. There we go. And he had a great... You just needed your in. I just needed my in. That's right. You just got to pick the person to to imitate and that's it. Oh my God. You're stuck in it now. Am I? We're both. I'm doing it. Ah, oh, oh, that was a little, a little Scottish. I, I sometimes go Scottish. It's hard to do it. Um, but he had a CD of... He did, he was like a Tin Pan Alley expert. And he Ooh. had a CD of, call, of, of songs and one of his hits was called... If it weren't for the Irish and the Jews, if it weren't for the Irish and the Jews, and it was all the like songs about us. It was about it's about our podcast. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was about how like if these immigrants hadn't met at the time that they did in America, like <gasps> Tin Pan Alley wouldn't have happened, and vaudeville wouldn't have happened, and Broadway wouldn't have happened. Um, I really need to take a history course now that I care about history, because in high school I couldn't give a shit because I had horrible teachers. That'll I do want it. to take a good history class because I feel like I don't know shit. Yeah. Which is why this activity this week was good. Yeah. You it need somebody to bring little... history to life. Yeah. Because history, first of all, history is a lie agreed upon. Ooh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Did you write that? No, I didn't. Oh. I think that was like Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. Um, Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison. <laughs> Sojourner Truth. Mm. Um, Oprah Winfrey? Must have been. I love that. Makes sense. Um, anyway, no, it it was um, yeah, Tupac. 
Tupac. Mm. Um, no, but history, we're living history right now. We are living a huge historical moment right now. How? Oh my God. I can't wait to see how they write this period in history. And we'll be like, that's not what it was. Or we'll be like, that's a very good representation of what it was. Right. And what narrative is going to be... What narrative will stick? Oh my God. Who lives, who dies, who tells our story? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what What are they going to boil down this era? to? What essence is going to survive? It's going to be a pockmark on our history. It's going to be a... Maybe. A pussy boil. Politically, yeah. It's I feel I'm embarrassed by this era. Yeah. Um, but... It's also time of great movement and resistance oh, yeah. and engagement. On, on, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's never been so. It's this is n- our Vietnam. No, 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 The no, way no. that our generation has been awakened t- oh. to this is like how Maybe. our parents were awakened to Vietnam. Maybe. I mean, thankfully, far less people are dying. Sure. Well, I... But like, yeah, right. Okay. As far as as far as like lighting the spark under the generation to get to get involved in politics, this fiasco is doing it. Yes, I think so. I think so. I feel very politically involved. More than I ever have. My YouTube recommended for me playlist is just like all politics and drag queens, but mostly politics. Oh wow, it's a great combo. Drag queens are very political too. I know. You know, it's such a statement. The biggest. It's like a huge political statement to for a man to surrender his masculinity in these times mm. and don a dress and speak truth to power and stick it to the man, so to speak. Wink, so wink. Speak. So let's talk about what we did. Okay. So this week we did an activity that Matt and I have lived here for 12 years and we've walked past this place hundreds of times. I walk by it like every day coming so home from the subway. You've walked past it. Thousands of times? Maybe. Tens of thousands of times? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> millions of times? Millions. Probably millions uh-huh. of times. It's, um, I've actually taken to just pacing in front of it. Just like, I want to go in, I can't. Just I watching the ticker go up. Yeah. Um, it's called the Merchant House. Mm-hmm. Merchant's House. Mer- merchants? Mer- mer- merchants? Is it possessive? Oh, God, none of us have a we phone. We should look it up. Oh, what is it, the 90s? Let me get my phone. Get their phone. See? Um, yeah, because we want to get this right. Because it, it's important. Have, it's very important. Merchant House Museum. Um, my S's are getting made more syllabus. Yes, it is possessive. It is possessive. Merchant's. Merchant's house because the owner of the house was a, a merchant. merchant. Look at that. Anyway, um, so it's this house on East 4th Street, and it used to be. In a row of row houses. Mm-hmm. There's a better way to say that. But mm-hmm. there was, they were all connected to each other. And all of these other houses were knocked down. They were built in the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. Right? And all the other houses have been knocked down. And there's this one that is still standing. And inside is the actual furniture and decorations and decor and um, outfits that the people who lived there used. It's a total time capsule. Total. T- it's like unlike anywhere else in New York. So it was owned by one family, the Tread, mm-hmm. the, the Treadwell family. Yes. Um, built in it, I think that it was 1830s, mm-hmm. um, and it was in possession of this family until the 1930s, mm-hmm. when the 
youngest Treadwell daughter, Gertrude Treadwell. She finally died. Finally passed away. But At age 93. Oh my God. And she lived there like a... They kept saying spinster. I love that term, spinster. He kept saying That's spinster loaded. That's a loaded for so many spinster. women. Um, but she died in this house, uh, having really not updated any of the furnishings yeah. or anything, or or thrown anything out. Right. Which um, is a total pack rats. But thankfully for history, mm-hmm. it preserved this house. It sort of like stopped it in time. It's really cool. It's really, really awesome. And it's huge. He said it was like 8,000 square feet. Yeah. It's, it's humongous. Like I, so I've passed it a million times, big? as I've said, I don't know. I don't know square feet. I, mean, I never know square footage. No. Like what is this apartment? I, this is like 40, four square feet. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I pay rent on this. I know. I That's, don't know. I don't know anything about I know. it. I don't, um, anyway. But yeah, it's humongous inside. So this family was wealthy, wealthy, wealthy for mm-hmm. the era. Yeah. Because he was saying that, um, West Fourth Street was basically like as you know that this was area was like as, yeah it was the suburbs of Manhattan yeah so all the rich people would go down downtown and do business and that's but that's where all like the horses would shit and die on the street and so it smelled and there was sewage and then these people Not would good leave real that and yes. like go to their houses he in said, the country on the West Fourth Street <laughs> and he said that um, to buy a house like near the seaport was like four thousand dollars. And then to buy this house was like $18,000. So the... In 1800s money. Right. But like yeah. the difference between that and it's just like, it was astronomical. So very rich. They exported and imported goods. Yes. So that's how they made their money. Not, he didn't, he, he, he didn't have a store. But no. he did just like... He got the goods and then passed them along to yeah. whoever, whomever. Whomever. So this, so this house was like cutting edge for the time. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful house. And one of the the coolest things that is still intact are the bells that they would oh, use yeah. to ring the servants. Mm-hmm. Very Downton Abbey, if you've seen it, there's like specific strings that people pull and it like rings a bell in the kitchen and they have to like go. Um, th- to see that was very bizarre and... Yeah, to see the, the rigging system. Yeah. It was, it's very crude rigging yeah. system. Um, and, and to know also that each bell was a different size, so it had a different tone. So you had to learn the tones. So you had to learn the tone depending on like, oh, that's the higher pitch, so that's the drawing room or whatever it was. Yeah. Or like, that's the that's kitchen. Mrs. And that's Mrs. Treadwell. Yeah, oh, or... the low tone. Mr. Treadwell needs his chamber pot dumped. <laughs> <laughs> this is what... So we took a tour. We took a tour which was... So Which good. made all the difference. And if you go, you have to take a, tour. take a tour because it brings it to life. In the same way that we were talking about how like Ariel didn't like history in high school. Yeah. It's because it, it it's all theoretical and it, yeah. it's it's dry and, and you, you But this is about actual people. Who actually lived yeah. the same way that you and I are. So our tour guide, I think Dennis His name was Dennis. He was Fucking amazing. He was amazing. He, he we loved he him. He brought it to life. He was just like the gentlest soul. He was he's an interior designer. He like lives in New York with his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. We loved him. And and his in- interior design expertise really really oh, helped yes. bring it to life too because it was like this house is um Chock is an exceptional full. example yes. of the the period decor. Yes. These people were very um focused on keeping up appearances mm-hmm. and socializing um yeah. and and people would come to call all the rich people of the neighborhood would come to call in the house and so you know you try to impress the neighbors show off your wealth yes. via your 
your home your decor. Your crown molding and your like gorgeous drapery. The and... plaster work was all original. The gas light fixtures. Um, yeah. Like weighted light fixtures are all there. Gold leafed, um, incredible gold leafed. Uh, what do you call those? Like curtain rods, I guess. Curtain rods, and there's also like they're probably the... not called. There's probably a fancier word than curtain rods. No, I don't know it. Fenis... I don't know that. What are what are fenestrate? Fenis... Oh, Defenestrate is to throw somebody out the window. Oh. This episode is brought to you by the word defenestrate. Wow, Matt, you teach me a new word every episode. If you piss me off, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna defenestrate, defenestrate you. you. <laughs> I'm gonna defenestrate you. It's like trying to be like a tough guy, right? like, <laughs> but I I've got a word of the day. It's defenestrate. That's how I'm gonna kill you today. <laughs> defenestrate. Death by defenestration. You want to be defenestrated? You anyway. Can cross me. Um. Anyway. 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 Back to interior design. Back to interior design. Um. So he basically like walked us through a day in the life. Oh, and right now it's all decorated for Christmas. Oh so yeah. All these poinsettias, which was brought. Poinsettia. 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 Whatever. When I was selling you know them for chorus in high school, I call them poinsettias. Poinsettias. When I was going door to door, being like, "How long would you like to buy a poinsettia for vocal jazz? <laughs> We're going on a cruise this year, and we need to raise fifteen thousand dollars." Did you raise that much money by selling flowers? Yeah, That's but cool. it was like all my grandparents. Right, yeah, yeah. Or like we would sell the candy boxes. And the popcorn. And the popcorn, but, yep. but we would just, every morning you'd be like, you'd just like succumb and be like, fine, I'm going to buy a candy bar. And you put a dollar in, so like you end up buying all the candy that was in your box. I didn't really have to do that for stuff. Oh, so much fundraising. So fundraising. But we went on a cruise in high school that for feels... our vocal jazz group. That's fun. Like to perform or just to hang out? It was foggy. It was blurry. What? It was to perform. Oh. But we only performed for like 30 minutes of one day. So basically we just went on a Caribbean cruise for a field trip. That's cool. I sold so many poinsettias for that. Worth anyway. It. But the poinsettias were brought here by a guy who was, um, he like, oh, fuck. He did something with Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. That's all, that's all I knew. That's... Which is, I thought was really cool. I just like, oh, this flower that was is an so American. Flower. It's like yeah. from fucking Mexico. It's ubiquitous. So. With ubiquitous. Oh, yeah. That means like well-known, right? Like known yeah, around like, the world. Exactly. Yes. Synonymous with Christmas. Synonymous. What's the, what's, what is synonymous with Christmas? Mm. No. I don't know. What's the word that I'm looking for? Like connected to Christmas. No, I know. I don't know. This flower that is so, we'll look it up. Yeah. We'll get back to you. Yeah, for sure. Listeners are probably screaming at their... I know. It's the... <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm just saying, like, everything that we love and think is American is imported from elsewhere. So people who are trying to keep immigrants out, like, you're dumb. Yeah, including, like, Americans. Like, the Native Americans were here first. And, like, yeah. white we're people were, like, immigrant. imported here. Yeah. And, like, they suck, so... Ugh. We ruined anyway, it. Anyway. Anyway. We digress. As back to you Back to the merchant's house. So he just had so many good stories. He like walked you through the day to day and like on this day, this is what happened. And because it's decorated for Christmas, he was like, this is what happens. Like this is the, um, they would all arrive in their cloaks and then the women would go to the, 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 ma- the woman's room, the, the woman's of, room, the lady, yeah. the lady of the house's room. And the men would go to the man of the house's room and they would all take off their cloaks and change their shoes and, you know, fix their hair and then like all emerge and have this 
dinner and drinks and dancing. They had, oh, he told us they had um, basically like a, a dance floor that they would roll out like a carpet. Oh, I loved that. When he talked about the Christmas... Oh, actually, well, it was New Year's, right? Oh, Because he said yes. that back in... <clears throat> that was a fun fact, too. That was that a fun in fact. In the early 1800s, Christmas wasn't... As the big, big holiday. Wasn't the big holiday. No. New Year's was the big holiday. Mm -hmm. And that after the Civil War, for some reason... We can go into that, but mm -mm. Christmas then became the big holiday. No. Um, but anyway, so New Year's... Yeah, they would have people come to call. And he sort of talked us through the, like, the... The, like the theater of yeah. an event at the house. So people would come, yeah, they would go drop their cloaks off. And you would go to a bunch of different houses. You pop in for a drink at the first house yes. and then you leave and then you pop in. So by the end, everybody's You're like sloshed. real toasted. Yeah. But like the house, if you were to have like a banquet or something, yeah, there were these two rooms, two main, I guess, I don't know, what do you call them? Drawing rooms? Two main. <laughs> we love to say the drawing room. Drawing room, which I learned is from withdrawing. A drawing wow. room is a room f is a to room. withdrawal in. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. For withdrawal. Well, that doesn't make sense because these are entertaining rooms. Right. So these wouldn't be the drawing the parlor. rooms. The parlors. The parlors. The parlors. Let's call them that. The, the, parlors. the parlors. So the there's parlors. two parlors in Greek revival style. Yes, I think. a lot of Greek touches. with like columns and mm -hmm. stuff, and there's they're separated by two sliding doors, yeah. pocket doors, mm -hmm. and the he said the pocket doors would be closed. Yeah. You would be ushered into the first one where you would just like, mingle. There's no, no drinking. <laughs> I know. I thought about that. I was like, mm, you have to be sober. <laughs> totally dry. Um, yeah. So you're making awkward small talk yeah. with all these people, but Gossip you're all thing. dressed up in like your, your finery. And then the servants would open the pocket doors. And there'd be a feast. There'd be a feast. And then oh, so the theatrical. elves would have put out the feast, the great <sighs> feast for you. Okay. Mm, yes. And then you would go in there, and so then you would go into the feast, and then they would close the doors again and block off. And they would reset that room with the dance floor. With a dance floor. Now, I love Matt that. Matt said that the elves put everything out. It was servants, <laughs> and their lives oh, yeah. were tough. We learned about that when we were there. The guy was like, "Would you Would you mind playing a part for me?" And I was like, "Absolutely." And he's like, <laughs> "You're Bridget. You're 15 years old. You came here for a better life. You're Irish. This is your job." You have to bring that coal up 20 flights of stairs. Blah, 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 He had a blah, bucket blah, blah, of coal. Blah. There was a bucket of coal in the corner. He's like, lift it up. How does that feel? It was heavy. Yeah. It was heavy. Um, it was little stuff like that, though, that really brought it to life. Yeah. Like, the tour, it really, it was great. To bring history to life. Yeah. And to also um, acknowledge that it is, a good historian will acknowledge, like, like our, our tour guide will yeah. acknowledge, well, we don't really know what it was like. Right. But, like... This clue, this clue, this clue, and this clue. Right, you can piece it together. We can we can say that this is probably true. Oh, he also said there were a few things in the museum that had been changed because they had learned new details that they hadn't known before. So, like, the, the museum is, for the most part, things that existed in the house, but it's obviously curated, and there are some things that were, like, taken in from outside. And um, he was just saying that, like, we made a lot of guesses, but then as we've learned more, we've kind of like updated the museum to revert back to how it was actually. Yes. It's restored. Well, it was, re I think the museum was restored to, they tried to restore it to its original design. Right. Or close to its original yeah. design because. Um, it had so, been updated by the family at some yeah, point. Yeah. And they too. had lived in it for over a hundred years. Yeah. So she, though she didn't really do much to it. He said there was like an elevator that was added that yes. they had taken out. 
Um, so there were what little. Did she, she got in a carriage accident. A family member had been in a carriage accident, and so and they built her. A so they built her elevator. like one of the first ever like elevator in a private residence. In a private residence, like a you know, and the mechanism for it is still up in the attic yeah. and he showed us that but they took that out and he said he thought that was a mistake because you know it's just very interesting it added character so right. they did they took a lot of like some of the character out of the house in order to bring it to restore it to its like original original design, original design yeah um but they but they tell you all that too they so tell you all that it's cool to like see the different layers and like how they piece it all together yes and what what's unique about this museum um is that as opposed to like other museums that are, you know, like he was talking about the rooms at the Met, the mm-hmm. Metropolitan Museum. Yeah, everything's perfectly placed. Everything's perfect and everything's curated and it's on, it's sterile and it's yeah. on, it's on, lived in. And, right. and this is truly a time capsule yeah. of one family who, through, not not through like a museum curator's lens, but just through living, mm-hmm. accumulated all of these things. Yeah, and so all of the furniture is was brought to this house. Um, because they and they're used from it. different time periods. Because these people, they like when they redecorated the parlor, they bought things in the fifties and they like moved stuff around and stuff. So you saw, like it's like your own house. It's like right. oh, this was my dad's old chair and we paired it with this like new modern thing from IKEA. It's like right. you know what I mean? It's a living time capsule. Yeah. And it, and the clothes too. That was also oh my God. a big thing. That was really because cool. apparent because clothes are a hard thing to, you know they they deteriorate over time. Right. So clothes often don't last, but this, the merchant's house has, um, I forgot how many he 16? said. 16? Yeah, something like an, an amazing okay. amount of like of dresses and, and clothes mm-hmm. from the house and that they, they s- rotate. Um, yeah, they display them yeah. every now and then because if they get light on them, anything they can start deteriorating. But he also said that the because women's dresses were not washed as often, they are the things that are usually preserved and mm-hmm. are showcased at museums and stuff because the men's clothes and like the children's clothes, they were washed more. And so they just haven't stood the test of time, which I thought was right. Oh, the outerwear. Yeah. It's like the comforter in a hotel. Oh God. It's so gross. But it's so true. They don't watch it. Um, this was, it was just like so delightful. I would 100% recommend it. I feel like we went in there and I just for an hour, was so at peace like it felt oh yeah stepped into a different yeah time period just felt so taken care of and like cozy and it's such a good winter activity yes um i think it's probably they're really, a really pretty courtyard and stuff so it'd probably be nice once it's yes. warm out as well um this is a great thing if you're like parents are coming to visit the city and you want to do something interesting this is a great oh, thing to do i can't wait to bring my parents my yeah. parents who love downtown abbey oh, i mean it's my God. Yes. I, I hate to connect it to downtown but abbey it because it, but, you know it's different but like i think our attraction as americans to downtown abbey is that is that it's like historical and we mm-hmm. we like to step into another era and imagine what it's like yeah. again because we're connected to it whether we know it or not mm-hmm. consciously or subconsciously all of these things uh, resonate with us because mm-hmm. our culture has evolved from, from that. all of these same practices yeah. that we now laugh at sometimes. We're like, oh, that's so backwards, but it's like, we're still living it. We're still, mm-hmm. women still want Botox to look young. You know I what I mean? Know. A lot of these things are like based I know. Um, in fundamental human behavior. Oh yeah. The um, need to impress, yeah. the need to yes. keep up appearances, the need to be better than. It's like mm-hmm. all 
Ugh. It's all still here, and it's so fun to see how people in the past dealt Did with that. dealt with the same things that we that we do, deal with in our day to day lives. Yeah, I love corset is the Botox of the eighteen hundreds. I love that. <laughs> that's the theory. That's the thesis. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Of this episode, I felt connected. Also, in New York City, maybe maybe um, differently from other cities, we tear down the old in favor of the new. I think a lot. Yes, you said uh, that during our ghost tour, and you're right. Oh, did I? Yeah. And you're um, correct. Yeah, and so, and, and and to our detriment, we we lose our connection to the past, um, and we can learn a lot from our past. So I was happy to go to this house, right? Um, that has been preserved, thankfully. Oh, and we should also mention yes, that it this is, is important that it there it is also there's an in ongoing danger. fight to protect this house. <clears throat> to protect this house, there's a developer who bought a lot next door to the museum mm-hmm. who wants to build a high rise, mm-hmm. um, and they have done structural um, examinations of the merchant's house yeah. and they've concluded that it will not, um, any sort of construction nearby could damage the house. It could cause the entire thing to collapse. To like fall basically. down basically because all the, the row houses yeah. were built mm-hmm. to support each other yep. and the two row houses on either side of it are now gone. So right. it's, it's in, it's, it's very fragile and it mm-hmm. needs to be protected. Yep. Um, and so, um, yeah, there, there's... It's an ongoing fight. I think they won something in court. Basically, like, the entire city council struck down this developer's request to rezone it. Because would, that would mean, like, moving the merchant yeah. house a little bit. So they said they couldn't do that, but now they're trying to make sure he can't even build. Because the um, the vibrations and stuff... Did you say this? The vibrations mm-hmm. and stuff from the construction... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would mess it up. Could damage the house. It's so... So there's a lot of, like, hashtags. They're doing hashtag defeat the developers, hashtag save the merchant's house. We can put this on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, just because it, it is important, and, like, unless people voice their opinions, something's mm-hmm. not going to get done. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, money talks. And mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I don't know that we value... Uh, we value preserve our past as much as we should well you don't and then you go experience and you're like oh this is important so important but i don't think about it on a daily basis i'm like oh we need to save old buildings but like when i go into one i'm like oh we need to save old buildings yes right (laughs) this old building needs to be saved exactly um but okay um speaking of money um it was 15 Mm dollars per person well worth it. Yes. Um, we're going to try and finagle some sort of discount code. We oh, happened yeah, we... to like be with this docent in training who also does their social media. And we talked about um, cross-promoting. So hopefully we can get like some sort of discount code or whatever. If people yes. give us, give their name of the podcast out the door or something. Yeah, we can post that. Um, but we'll try it. to do that. If not, mm-hmm. sorry, go anyway. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, okay, so should we do... Do you, would, is this a Matt or a yeah? Oh yeah, well it's Matt or yeah this. Okay. You want to go first or want me to go first? You go first. I would do yeah. I would do 100% yeah. It's unique. It's different. It's informative. And again, I, there was just this like, I just felt so taken care of during the tour and just like whisked off to another place. It was very transportive. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for you? I'm, I'm going to super yeah this. Super yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. I can't believe it took me so long to go in there. I know. I've passed it so many times, obviously, like I said. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that I went in. Um, 
I can't wait to bring other people back in. Mm -hmm. I feel connected to my neighborhood now in a a great Uh, way. Yes. Um, Manhattan does live in Manhattan. So I live just blocks away from this place. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, um, I sort of have like a deeper understanding of, of my neighborhood and, and to the people who used to live here, who at one time were just like me and like in the future. But richer. But right, but much, much richer. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and maybe smellier, hopefully. But right, just like you said, in the future, a hundred years from now. Oh, I did think about that too. A hundred years from now, we we will be the historical. Um, oh my god, we have to preserve characters of the <laughs> of of the past. And I thought about like my apartment. I was like, oh my god, how would I feel if if for whatever reason my apartment was turned into a time capsule a time capsule museum for the for 2018 for 2018 and i looked around and I, you know think about that like think mm-hmm. about look around your surroundings or whatever yeah. and in a hundred years this your surroundings are a valuable museum piece you will be the merchant house yeah there's this book that i read as a child Hope they don't go through my drawers <laughs> oh yeah no no no. you gotta empty those out when you die i'll do it for you don't worry <laughs> put that in your will honey um ariel must empty out all my drawers when i die <laughs> Um, no, there was this book that I read as a child and it was basically people from the, the future going back to now and like excavating, um, a house from like modern day mm-hmm. and they would just like pick up all of these objects and like assume what they were and like, they like take like the, the top of like the toilet seat like the toilet seat and be like, oh. this was a king's necklace they wore it at ceremony. Like, it's just so funny. We have no fucking idea what people actually did. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, and I'm sure a lot of the people, I would love to think of like, if the merchant people, if the, the Treadwells could go on the tour, I wonder yeah. what they would laugh at. <laughs> like, that's not what it was like. Like, are that's you kidding me? So we never funny. used the parlor. We didn't call it the parlor. Oh my God. Or like, I would love that. Yeah. Um, or if like Gertrude, the youngest daughter could come back. Yeah. And see this house. Yeah. Or I wonder if they'd be like, what a dump. Oh God. That would, oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, um, oh fuck. What was I going to say? I was going to say now because the internet exists though. And like, there are so many videos and pictures of what it actually was like. There's going to be less left up to interpretation. That is true. You know, that is definitely true. Yep. There's so, going to be, there's going to be less left up to interpretation. But also it's going to be like social media. People are going to look, that's what they're going to look at as history. And you're right, like, and, we're, and those are all lies too. Exactly. Uh, social media is curated by us. Oh they're lies God, too. We're curating our own history so, on our Instagram pages. Really, unless you're reading like a really, really intimate diary entry or something of like you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Something of, of you know, total, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you tell the truth? The total... Honesty? Oh, my God. Vulnerability? No. Like, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't know. And yeah. even then, sometimes. Even I then. write in my, like, my journal. I think I, I write who I, who I hope that I am. <laughs> oh, like, I can't even write this. I'm going to sugarcoat it for myself in the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, in case this is ever published. I totally get that. Yeah, they're going to publish your diary. Hey, it happens. Hey, weirder things have happened. Yeah. Anne Frank, hello. I know, she had no idea. No idea. There's some embarrassing shit in there. I know. Thank, But thank you, Anne, for not editing yourself. Yeah. Or maybe she did. We don't know. I know. We don't know. That's the truth. Um. Anyway, 
this was great. Definitely do it. What is the address? Do you have that pulled I up? I sure you? do. The address for the Merchant's House is... The Merchant's House is New York City's newest nightclub. <laughs> it is located on 29 East 4th Street. 29 East 4th Street. And yes. you'll walk. I walked right by it. It's open on Thursdays from 12 to 8 p.m., Fridays to Mondays from 12 to 5 p.m. Um, yeah. Stay tuned for hopefully a discount code, but mm -hmm. general admission is $15. Students and seniors is 10 And if you're under 12 and you're listening... You shouldn't be listening yeah, to this podcast, but um, you it. can get into the Merchant House for free. For so free. congratulations. Yeah. And if you can go before the holidays, do that because it's all decorated. But even after. Yes. Week. And they're also doing holiday events and stuff like a Christmas carol at the Merchant's House. They're reading a Christmas carol. Um, yeah. I don't exactly know what it is, but. Um, you can. It's on the website. You can Google it. There's also a, ooh, a members only holiday celebration <gasps> at the historic. Oh my God! Should we become members? I would maybe become. Well, a it's five hundred. You have to donate five hundred dollars or more. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a complete one eighty. I was like fifty bucks, and I, I take that back. Never mind. Oh, but New Year's. We were talking about calling. How you would go calling? There's New Year's Day, um, from two to five p.m. It says come calling on New Year's Day. Oh, that's so fun. So I imagine you can like stop by like it like you would have. Oh my God! I um, love that. Let's do it. So you can go to their website, merchanthouse.org, for more information and a full calendar of events. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guys, do it. This was really, really fun. Yeah. This was fun. Um, it was a very nerdy um, little adventure. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I hopefully, hopefully we'll do more like it. Oh, yeah. I got some uh, more recs from people. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so follow us on Instagram. Tell us um, recommendations, what you'd like us to do. Things um, that you'd like us to They've been very helpful. Everybody has been giving us recs. Rate us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Rate, subscribe. Share with your friends. Comment. Comment. Um, yeah, and we'll keep doing this. And keep, we'll keep doing this. Keep coming at you with some fun activities. Yeah. Keep us busy through this winter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Thank you all. Have a happy, happy holiday. Oh, yes, farewell. Yes, farewell, farewell fine friends. Adieu. Adieu. Adieu.